as you look at this image, could you answer this? What, what wisdom does this image have for you right now? Why did this image come to you now? What does it need you to know? Hmm. I almost think like he's reaching out to me through the ethereal network or whatever you talk, you know, I almost feel like he's reaching out to me and telling me not to give up. Don't give up. And there's and this ethereal beauty. Why? To Hang on. Why? Why? why is he saying, yeah, why does he want you to not give up? Because he thinks I've got something to give to the planet. Mm -hmm. I've got something to give and to mm -hmm. pay forward. Mm -hmm. And in the image, there's a sun. Yeah. Tell me about what's happening in this with the sun. The sun's setting. And the sun's setting. setting yeah, the sun is setting behind the rocks is is what i was seeing and i'm actually looking at this in the sense of right after i almost died mm -hmm. right after i almost died as far as i can remember um this is the closest i'd come to death at that point in my life and And it marks a major point, you know, and I, I come to think of it, I really hadn't really talked about it or thought about it much um, in years, but this was a major moment in my life. Yeah. And then also now facing mortality in a different context. Yeah. In a different way than you have touched in before. Right. It's Almost a really like important I memory for you to reflect on even more. And, and because how you'll reflect on it now is different than when you were younger. Oh, yeah. Right? The memories change with us. Yeah. Yeah. The teachings that it brings changes over time, too, depending on how right. you see it and need it. Absolutely. So the message okay. of don't give up. And there's also... It's, there's a connection with some certain relationships with this memory and this image too. There's also, so what I would ask about is kind of graphically in the, in the image, there's this strong vertical line in the middle. And I'm wondering what, what in this image brings up some struggle? Is there struggle for you? Is there something at odds with itself? Well, right now, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with the cliffs. I've always found myself in the visualizations and some of the craziest, most dangerous times in my life have happened. Or, oops. <laughs> have happened around cliffs, right? Mm -hmm. um, just talking about it gets me flustered. Mm. But I've, I've almost died on cliffs many, many times. And um, probably more so than any other geological place in my life you know well, it's quite literally like the most extreme that we can experience as as walkers on this land 
right? As non-flighted beings, there is not a bigger contrast between the flat and the vertical. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it sometimes to be honest is like, I, it's, if I were to get too caught up in one of my dreams or something, because in my dreams, I jump off of cliffs all the time and go flying oh, around and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I struggle to fly, but it's often that I find myself throwing myself over cliffs. And I, I mean, you, 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 maybe you have a point there, you know, in that I'm not satisfied with what is that I can see or feel and touch in front of my face. There's so much more out there and there's so much more to be had because if everything that, if it's just, that if it's just as stupid and simple as as some people would have you to believe then what's the fucking point and that's the big issue i have is like am i really that much of a big fucking deal and is this place really worth saving right now maybe we should just bury ourselves in the ground and let the earth recoup um but there's I get something these. really distinctive and forming about these near-death experiences you've had that I wouldn't say most people have encountered as many near-death experiences as you had. Do you think there's something there that shaped that perspective? Yeah, yeah. And not yeah. just from the cliff stuff and the mountaineering, but now with your with your current experience with epilepsy, right? These are extremes. Right, right. I, yeah, I, I've discovered new cave. I've explored multiple, so many, so many cave systems. And, um, I, yeah, between that and the adventures in the Grand Canyon and on hogbacks and in, in, I put myself out there yeah. almost because I wanted I wanted something to happen. And I, I almost felt guilty when my buddy went because it was like, he shouldn't have gone. It should have been me. I'm the one with the fucking death wish, not him. He loved life. And now, Micah, you're in a position to explore your inner wilderness. Now the journey isn't outward. Yeah. And you know this. Wow. The journey isn't outward for you anymore. It's a great way to frame it. That's a great way to frame it. And no wonder you feel suicidal sometimes. I need to remind myself I'm worth more than I, I give myself credit for. Yeah, you are. You know? I Call me up. I'll remind you all the time. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Think why and, we have and, to connect with each other, you know, like we all have to connect because sometimes it's like, I don't know if I'm okay, you guys. We need right. someone's like, I see you, you're amazing, right? And then we share that love, that tender place, and that oh, it's not about what I do or what I have done, it's it's actually it's it's just the existence, and we're all doing the best we can, everyone is, everyone's doing the best they can. And maybe right now your struggle is the interior landscape. Yeah. Yeah. 
it is. I think it is. I think you're absolutely right. Um, but also thank you. I, you've helped me realize something mm. that's been, I, I slowed down on, um, on the podcast and I had, you know, kind of given up hope on a few things and I let the pain and the depression and the drug side effects make the, take, get the best of me. Okay. I, I don't like admitting that, but it's true. It got the best of me. your reality, you know? Right. Dear listener, like we've had, we have needed to reschedule this several times. Some on mine, some on Micah's, you know, because you literally could not. You're like, I can't even sit in front of a computer for an hour. And that's totally okay. That's also yeah. okay. Yeah. But not only that, um, there's there's a little bit of a question in, in the back of my mind. I don't know how much I can handle all at once. But I'm trying to rebuild the voiceover work, right? Yeah. But I also want to get this podcast, Seizure Salad, to a point where it can start funding itself and mm -hmm. where I can set up a fund, a trust fund or something for people who need it, who mm -hmm. can't afford to get down and get the treatment they need or can't afford the extra costs of traveling for treatment. You know, um, if I was able to do something like that for Seizure Salad, I think yeah, I may not, <laughs> I may not ever get to be rich per se, but it it would be so cool to be able to help people out like that. And to, but to that's use. how it's important to you. Impact is important to you. That's what you said. Impact, big broad strokes, is what's really important to you. Yes, yes, it is. You're right, and thank you for noticing that. It is. Notice all <laughs> the all seeing Rachel That's Duncan. That's my job. <laughs> I notice all. It's funny to me. Like I really track people's stories and what they tell me. You know, especially session to session. And I even had a session today where I just I remembered a little tiny detail about my client's past. And the client was so tickled. I remembered. I'm like, well, yeah, that's my job. Like, I, <laughs> I am stepping into this roller coaster with you, and like, I am building in my mind this life story. Now, of course, it's my interpretation, but like, I am hearing everything and putting it in its place. That is the biggest part of therapy: is just being heard. Right. 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 So. Active listening. <laughs> it's yep. it's. On steroids. It should, taught, it should just be taught in school. Because when I first started grad school, yeah, and that's one of the first classes is just sort of basic communication or counseling communication skills. It's like, why did I have to go to grad school to learn this? Right. Well, why the know, hell weren't like, we taught just, this in high school? Uh, or just, yeah, it just be baked into everything. Yeah, exactly. It's, I don't know. Oh, There's man. some. Some things are coming along with it, but yeah, well, I appreciate your appreciation. <laughs> well, I appreciate you and your appreciation. Most definitely. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to do this again, if you're cool with it. Let's do it. I really, you know, I want to commend your bravery for going where I took you and are letting me go along on the ride and letting me ask you the tough questions. Because we had had one non-recorded conversation a few weeks ago. So I felt like, you know, I kind of had a sense of you and that you wanted to be brave about it. And um, 
I feel like there isn't really a good way to talk about art therapy without just doing it. Like it's yeah. hard to imagine. Like, oh, it's arts and crafts. It must people say, oh, art therapy, that sounds so fun. I thought and I thought you were gonna My make- reply is yeah. always like, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Honestly, when you had me draw that, just the drawing of it and interpreting it and stuff is like, oh, wow. Why, why did I fucking draw it that way? And so. And it's, and look how it opened up this piece mm -hmm. of knowing, this piece of knowing that you need it at this time and it needs to be done safely and carefully. And I will be very careful with this conversation with you. If we touch back into this, it's like, it's not something to be thrown around, but you can see how boom, we got there like that. Like, did you feel that? That probably wouldn't have happened and just tell me your story, right? It would take a lot longer. So we find that with art therapy, we get to the quick, so quick. <laughs> right, yeah. right. It's, it's, I, it's I intense. Totally agree it can be you. pretty intense. So, you know, also be gentle with yourself. <laughs> yes, don't be too hard on yourself and don't no. beat yourself up. And I think that's something that... um you've helped remind me of today because um, I was really getting into a, a really self-abusive uh, stretch there. You know, I just, I was like, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? How, how the hell am I going to get back? Um, and sometimes you just, sometimes you just need to talk to people um, and you need to, be grateful and you need to give yourself permission. Just a That's, little softness. Yeah. Just some softness. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I would love to do this again. Yeah. Okay. Whenever you want, call me. I up. think that'd be badass. We could have fun <laughs> with it too. And you've got a great voice. I had fun. I had fun. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think, yeah, um, we should talk about that too. I do need somebody. I do need a female voice to intro my B-side diaries because I can't be my own. I can't be the only voice on this entire damn thing. Oh yes, and now Michael Ball. And now Michael Ball. And now, <laughs> and now. Michael B-side. <laughs> oh, listener, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Oh, I got a little warm there. Okay. Woo! Okay. This is a different kind of oh, podcast is turned y'all. Okay. Yeah, we, we did just go 90 degrees there. Um, so art therapy, this is totally cool because this is not what I envisioned as art therapy. You know, it's like, here's the sand. Here's the little mini rake. Okay. Now you're going to like do this and you're going to paste this over here. It, this is a lot more. Yeah. It, oh. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm a lot more open up toward it now because okay. it's okay. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like I you're think someone like you, brain. You, you also, you work really well with a verbal process. So it's like, okay, then we just bring an image into this verbal process and it just starts mm. taking off in another direction. So I really want people to know that. And I also, this trick of the circle. Okay. So everyone's intimidated by a blank page, but just grab a mug make a circle, start doodling. It welcomes, it just welcomes something. It might be a memory like Micah had. It might be symbols. It might just, if you've got some color. So one of the things I often have my clients do is start a journal and each page of the journal just has a little circle tracing and that that's, that's their journals. They don't have to think about what to draw, 
but they could work with a circle. So that's, that's my, like, I hope everyone has that as a take home. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great take home because that's an exercise you can do yourself. You, you can exactly. draw the circle on the note paper and then look at it and reflect and fill in the blanks as you go. Yeah. And it pres- Even provides give it a little title. Yeah. Yeah. Just giving a little bit of, here's what it is. You can go in or out. It doesn't have to be inside and, you know, take it a step further. If this were like a real session with you, Micah, you know, I'd have you give it a title, you know, there's all a kind, you just, there's so many places to go with it. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. That is really cool. And, and it really brought up some feelings that I've had for a long time that I didn't realize mm-hmm. I've been holding on to so hard, you know, so, mm-hmm. so tightly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't realize as much of how much of that friendship and his death meant to me. And, and it also goes into play with some of my own feelings about my abilities in the outdoors. You know, I'm, I'm, I've been pretty good. I mean, I hiked the Colorado trail. I've discovered multiple caves. I've been, you know, I've done shit. Mm-hmm. but I always feel like I haven't done quite enough or, oh yeah, yeah, I did that, but you should see my friend. You should mm-hmm. see this guy because, mm-hmm. you, you know, so um, maybe there's a little bit of, of there's some still some things to work on in that. Some processing, some letting go, the grief over the friend, you know. We don't talk enough about grief over friendships. Yeah. You know, friends and friendships, you know, you, you lost the person and you lost the buddy and the things you did together. So there could be, you know, something there. Yeah. Especially in your late teens and early twenties, you yeah, know, the friends you make during so that time. Though. Yes. They're as close as family. Yeah. There yeah. They are. Yeah. 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 So this is, you know, something to reflect on and just be open to what comes up from bringing this memory up. Sometimes a memory just needs to be recalled. And you, you know, you might start just feeling some relief. This doesn't all have to be thought through. You know, we don't have to sit down and overthink everything for growth and change to happen. Sometimes just recalling the memory, just let that program run a little bit. And, and we can just approach that with curiosity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have to, the weight of the world doesn't ride on every thought that comes through your mind. There you go. Yeah. And I let it happen too many times. I'm one of those like thinker types who overthinks everything. And then I let it hijack my plans or, um, And it's its own strength. It is its own strength, but it can't get in the way to allowing something to just process and slip through, which is often the deeper sense of growth we have is when something just sort of beyond words just processes and kind of goes through. Let you feel it. Just let you feel it. Yeah. Mm, curious. Hmm. Interesting. Brilliant. <laughs> I feel like that memory. Yeah. Brilliant. Cool. Thank, thank you so much for your time, Rachel. This is hey, amazing. Thanks for your vulnerability. And yeah, call me at well, any time. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for being that kind of person that allows me to be vulnerable. Totally. Um. I wouldn't open up like this in front of most people. So I appreciate Except that. The entire podcast community. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, doesn't feel like that. I don't see <laughs> them, you know? Oh, I also, I want to share that the Epilepsy Foundation of Colorado in Wyoming has a preferred provider network that I'm a part of, and it is such a good deal, y'all. 
So basically therapists like me have done the EFCO training. So we get like, we have the seizure first aid and lots of other ongoing trainings, which is wonderful. And then uh, we've agreed to do a deeply sliding scale. And on top of that, EFCO will pay you back for half of that sliding scale. Oh, there's some limitations in that, but it's, it's pretty great. If you need a therapist, you need someone who gets what it's like to live with epilepsy, who's had some of the training, who isn't going to ask the stupid questions. And then also just get like a really good deal. Call up Larissa at EFCO and she will set you up or you can reach out to me directly. I'm in the network um, and we'll get you set up. So everyone deserves someone to talk to. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, And we'll make sure to put that in the uh, description so that you get Larissa's and and your, should we use uh, your Gmail address or your? Sure. Yeah. Rachel Duncan therapy. Yeah. Do Rachel Duncan therapy at gmail.com. Rachel Duncan therapy.com is my website. Mm -hmm. And uh, Larissa, I am blanking on her last name. Larissa. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It used to be, she, she recently got married. Congratulations, Larissa. It used to be Larissa Kramer. I think it's Hill or Kramer, one or the other. I don't know. You'll find her, guys. We'll find her. She's great. She's so <laughs> I just, helpful. I just got to get back and look into my emails and I'll find her. So it's cool. Um, yeah. No, but she's a wonderful gal. And yeah. she's uh, actually a Western Slope girl. She's from That's Montrose. Right. Um, That's right. So she works if, remotely from up there. Yeah. 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 So those those of us who spent most of our lives in the Western Slope, you know, mm-hmm. um, then it, it, don't worry. You know, the, this foundation is statewide and yep. and now uh, Wyoming as well. And now Wyoming. Exactly. Exactly. They saved my butt and they yeah. continue to save my butt. It's a great organization. I am just continually impressed. It really yeah. is. You are so right. You are so right, Rachel. Well, hey, um, let's uh, let's wrap this sucker up. I got a five o'clock, but uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> What so that we finally get to do it. Right. Let's let's uh let's do another session here soon. Sounds Maybe good. next month, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm game. I love chatting chit chatting. And I'll think of another maybe thing a place we could go. Oh, totally, totally. And I can think of some topics to throw out your way too. We'll actually communicate okay. via email and plan it out this time. What? <laughs> um, you and I, we're such good at improvers. We're like, we don't need to prepare. We don't need no template, no <laughs> outline. Forget that. All right. Well, I'll just listener might be like, that would have been good, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I will take a few cliff notes. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> cool. Do I need to do anything on my side here? Nope. The... Nope. Okay. I will. I will. I will shut this sucker down when we're ready to roll. So no worries there. Yeah. Once again, Rachel, thank you so much for your time. This is awesome. I had a great time. And art therapy is a hell of a lot cooler than I ever thought it could be. And uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to you again. We'll, we'll come up with a new thing next time and yes. we'll make it fun for everybody. What do you think? Yes. Thank you for including me and letting me talk about art therapy. And I really love working with this population and um, yeah, I'm here for y'all. So hell yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, take care everyone. Sweet. Rachel Duncan, art therapist here on Caesar salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus. Thank you guys for joining us out there guys and gals and, and folks who are non-binary who gives a shit. 
I just hope you're listening. And uh, I hope you have a great day, a great week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And don't forget to unexpect the expected. See ya. Take care, Rachel. Bye. I don't give a fuck what you're writing to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. Original logo and graphic designed by Alba Lopez. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page. Whatever blows your hair back, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected, and it's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crushing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.